The name on the front is a hell of a lot more important than the one on the back. Get that through your head. I don't care what the scoreboard says. At the end of the game, in my book, we're going to be winners. I'll make it. You don't do that to a man. He's got a million dollar idea right here. Billion dollar idea. Even better, let him flow. Okay. Well, there's nothing like a cold one after a long day, huh? Here's to feeling good all the time. And now, from the 908 studio, this is Shoot Your Shot. Long Beach sports in Long Beach bars. Brought to you by 908s, where life is great. Welcome back to the show, Shoot Your Shot, Long Beach Sports in Long Beach Bars. I'm your host, Paul Slater, the chosen one, Young CC, co-host, John Grossi, the boss man. John, what's up, man? Good to have you back. Hey, thanks for having me back, Paul. <laughs> I thought I was I thought I was also host of the show, but if you're thanking me, then I'll take it. Uh, John's my uh, my co-host, my ride or die. Uh, big show today. Great interview with Jeff Severson, the singing safety, former NFL football player. That was a funny one, John. His uh, his interview was was, uh, was a good time. The guy's hilarious. And for some of the young guns that don't know about him, uh, like you and I, he played in the NFL before before we were around. But the guy's a legend. He's a verified winner. True. And he was a heck of a guy to talk to. I really enjoyed it. What a night that was. <laughs> yeah. We we had one too many ribs, I think, at the old <laughs> Naval's Room Company. That's for sure. Is that what they call them these days? Yeah. Big show, Iron Sharpens Iron, 908 Athlete of the Week. But uh, let's get better today here, John. High school football, not a great week for Long Beach in high school football. Didn't win one game. Did Compton win? See, that's what, that's what I wanted to get to. Compton had a bye. If they didn't have a bye, you better believe CIF would be shaking in their boots because Compton was going to come through for us with a big dub. Compton's looking good this year. Yeah, they do. Christian Swint, heck of a football player. He's going to run for 600 yards next week. Uh, game of the week, Mission Viejo and Pauly. It pains me to say this. Mission Viejo beat Pauly 12-7. I don't like Mission Viejo. I don't like Orange County. I'm a, uh, a Long Beach guy through and through. And to see an Orange County school like Mission Viejo win uh, kind of makes me feel uh, bad. I hate it. But you know what's here, little- here, Here's Go my ahead. take, though. As a, as a Wilson guy, you know I'm a big Wilson football fan, having, having graduated from there. This is the time of year that I kind of like Pauly losing because, I mean – Let's be honest, Polly. You know they're getting transfers again. All this this BS. That does Wilson football get the transfers? No. Does Milliken? Your your old school? No. So well, I'm okay. I, I, I say let's let's let Polly lose a little bit preseason because we know that come postseason, I mean Polly could be playing anyone. I'm I'm acting like I'm the biggest Polly fan of all time because they're Long Beach. That's true, and it's good to have an early loss like this. Get a little bit better. Yep. You uh, you know you got to work on some things. You're you're not invincible. They're going to be someone to re- be reckoned with in, uh, in the postseason. But check this out, John. You're going to be pissed about this. Elijah Griffin is a player for Mission Viejo. He had a pick six to win it in the fourth quarter for Mission Viejo. Elijah Griffin, Warren G's son. Wow. Warren G. Long Beach Warren G. So you, are you saying G stands for Griffin? It's Warren Griffin? I'm pretty sure, but Warren Griffin sounds like a pretty – you know, lame name. So I think that's why they got to go. It's kind of funny G. because if you if if your last name is the mascot of the Los Alamitos High School, you'll <laughs> you're, you're never going to be a uh, a very respected rapper. So I see what, what Warren G did there with with shortening enough the old name. You know, some people call me John G. Yeah, we're, you know, we're, we're brothers. JG, you're like uh, you're Jared Goff's brother, right? Jared Goff is a heck of a quarterback. I'll tell you that. 
Hey, go, they don't look too bad, buddy. Our bet. Go, our go Rams. Are, yeah. What's our bet, Paul? I think if they win more than five games, is it five? No, I think it's six. What'd you, what do you? What I was think it? if they win five games, oh, they, you yeah, owe me. I owe you some money, big time. All right, and then, well, they look good. They're one and one. Uh, Matt Corral, four picks for for Paulie. He's kind of the coveted guy. He's going to Florida next year. Uh, he'll bounce back. Kewan Markham, a pick for Paulie. They're two and one. They play Milliken this week at Vets. Can't wait. I'll be there. People forget Milliken and Paulie, two thousand nine. Look Paul, it up. Paul Slater did did carry Milliken past the Paulie Jackrabbits in twenty ten. Twenty. 20. Uh, 20.09. Is that how you say it? 20, 20.09. <laughs> <laughs> Huntington Beach, uh, speaking of your boys, the, the Bruins, they lost in OT to Huntington Beach. You hear about this, though, John? Blocked PAT in overtime. So they score in overtime. All they need is a field, uh, an extra point to send the game to the second overtime, and it got blocked. Tough loss for Zig and the boys. Uh, what I'm pretty sure happened here was uh, the ref totally blew this one. <laughs> um, I wasn't there, nor did I hear anything about this, but it sounds like a classic case of a neutral zone infraction. Okay. Um, not really. Do you know what that is? Not completely sure what it is, but it kind of sounds like something where you would be like in the neutral zone, blocking the the kick. Kind of, yeah. It goes against the rules. That for sure. somewhat makes sense. Yeah. For th- a guy that watches about the same amount of football as my two year old nephew, it's it makes a little bit of sense. Yeah, neutral zone infraction. So let's you know take that take that one with a grain of salt. Wilson basically won that game. So I'm I'm on Twitter that night. We were together. We didn't make it to the game, but I was on Twitter getting the updates. They were down like I don't know, fifteen nothing, twenty two to seven with one minute left in the third quarter. I'm like ah, another loss for the Bruins, right? Then they come back. Goodness gracious, that was epic. But uh, tough loss. They'll be back. They'll be back. We we were together that that Friday and we weren't. We weren't working on the sports side of this podcast, but we were working on the bar side of this podcast. That's right. So, you know, we're always working at uh, either or. It's sports, right. sports and bars. So, yeah, that's good. Good for us. Ian Issa, two touchdowns, one in overtime for the Bruins. He's fast. You got to go watch him play football, John. I know you. Is he a Wilson guy? He's a Wilson guy, yeah. Okay. I'll, yeah, I'll be there. Okay, good. St. Anthony, they lost as well. St. Paul, 34. St. Anthony, 6. See, I knew they were going to run into a little bit of trouble with the name St. Paul. It's tough. It's tough to beat a person named Paul. Who's 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 the best team in, in around St. John Bosco? <laughs> Is it St. John Bosco? That's that what, what I thought. That's yeah, about? yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. Jalen Jefferson scored a touchdown. Remember the guy? Remember the guy in our video? He said he was going to do a celly for us, but uh, we weren't there, so I don't know if he did it. It was on the road. That little shimmy shake. Hopefully, he pulled that off. Hey, Jalen, if you're listening to this, uh, next week if you're playing at home, we'll be there, and then you can do the celly for us. Warren beat Lakewood 20-12. to Lakewood's 0-4. Uh, but guess what? Jordan also 0-4. They lost to Santa Clarita. Santa Clarita Christian. They play next week, so something's got to give. We're going to get a W. Somebody's La- going to get a W. Long Beach is going to get a W. Well, maybe Lakewood will get a W. Well, yeah. But greater Long Beach. But that's good. So next week we're going to talk about somebody winning. So that's going to be fun. That'll be nice. Milliken, Cabrillo, Compton all had buys last week. LBCC football. Haven't talked about them too much. On the podcast, I mean, we'll, we've only had one show, but we f- I figured we should get him in on our show, too. Go Vikings. Go Vikings. You're an LBCC grad. I am an LBCC grad. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they won 62-3 to over Moore Park. They led 55 nothing to start the game. Like, this is, this is where I'm at here. So, you don't want to get shut out, right? You're down 55 nothing. You don't want to get shut out. But are you going to kick a field goal to, to, to end that shutout? Like, what's that about? Is that three going to help you out in the long run? No chance, dude. 
No. You got to go Hail Mary in that situation, Paul. Uh, you know, I'm a big long toss guy. So let the quarterback shine. You know, nothing to lose. Toss it. If if it's a pick, do you really care if it's 62-0? No. Freaking more park, dude. Less park, if you ask me. Grant Lowry, quarterback for LBCC, 261 yards passing, three touchdowns. Grant Lowry. You ever seen Bad Boys 2? I've seen two bad boys. <laughs> Talking to two bad boys right now, baby. <laughs> Uh, go to an LBCC football game, actually. It's a, it's a pretty epic time. They're 2-1 this year. State title on the mind. They get rowdy on the sidelines. you got to check this out. You ever seen Last Chance You? I've seen your Last Chance. <laughs> it's, it's this <laughs> podcast if I don't freaking produce. Yeah. But they do a great Subscri- job. Subscribe now. Get, get your friends to subscribe. <laughs> they, do a, uh, they have fun, though, on the sidelines. Bunch of good players. A uh, bunch of Long Beach players. So go check those games out. It's the best show in town on Saturdays. What about uh, Long Beach State Sports? Are they doing anything good this week? Do we know? October 1st is the home game for uh, Long Beach State Soccer. Oh, uh, We'll be there. We'll be there against Hawaii, conference Ge- opener. George Allen Field. We learned a little bit of the uh, background about George Allen Field, all, all the soccer players out there. That's true. He's a football guy. George Allen's a football guy. We talked to a football guy, and he told us a little bit, uh, a little bit about him. He knows George Allen Field. Jeff Severson, that is. Jeff, Jeff Severson, our, uh, our guest coming up here in a little bit. He knows George Allen. He degaffs. He does George Allen field. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to say that we broke this news, but. There's a big breaking news in this in this interview yeah, that you're about to hear. You're going to figure out how Jeff Severson or how uh, George Allen got to Long Beach State and how he became the coach of Long Beach State football. Breaking news. So let's toss it to that interview. Jeff Severson at Naples Rib Company. Heck of a time. I hope you have a better time or as good of a time listening to this interview as we had doing this interview with him. The guy is just this. This interview starts, and, I, and I'm telling you, we're we're already a couple. We're, we're a couple ribs in. He's a couple ribs in as well. So let's toss and, it to that right now. And we're ribbing. This episode of Shoot Your Shot is brought to you by Long Beach 908 Magazine's back page sponsor, the best in the real estate biz, Michelle Kay and her home selling team. Why go with Michelle Kay? Because no one cares more about her clients. She specializes in being over the top, off the charts, and helpful to clients. The bottom line is she doesn't know how to approach clients and their problems in any other way. And oh, by the way, she donates a portion of all of her sales to the number one fundraiser and supporter of local sports in our city, the Long Beach Century Club. Find Michelle Kay at betterlivinginlongbeach.com. We're at Naples Rib Company, 5800 2nd Street, 90803. Best barbecue in Long Beach, in, in my opinion. Ribs, brisket, tri-tip, 10 beers on tap, great happy hour. Weekday from 4 to 6, Saturday, Sunday, 12 to 3. Plus catering is huge, especially with Long Beach State Athletics. But here with us is former Wilson High School, LBCC, Long Beach State football player. Also spent some time in the NFL, but... Everybody probably knows him best as the singing safety nowadays. <laughs> Jeff Severson. Jeff, what's going on, man? Hey, thanks for uh, joining us on the old podcast here. Well, thank you. And I'm really glad to be here because it's one of my favorite spots. I live about a mile away, so, and I think Dave Ursini does a great job. But uh, congratulations, you guys. We appreciate Paul, it. Paul, John, and Nick on putting together a great magazine and also this show because I think it's great that people get a chance to listen to us old farts talk about when we put on the jock strap but <laughs> I, I tell people i said i worked my way up 7th street i went to wilson long beach jefferson junior high wilson high then long beach state there you go george allen drug me back to washington dc and that was a, quite an experience 
Well, there's nothing we like better than old parts. So, <laughs> so thanks for thanks for coming on the show. If I eat any more of these ribs, I'll have a <laughs> yeah. lot of them. Yeah, we'll be an old fart. Yeah, we'll have a couple of those later. So um, we want to start off just you know everyone knows you as the singing safety, and we got to start off tell our tell our listeners how, how did you get that name? Why why do they call you the singing safety? Well, it's a kind of a cute story. I was playing for the Redskins. George Allen quickly traded me to the Houston Oilers, and when I came into Houston, I put my cowboy hat on because I've always liked the Western thing. So I'm wearing my cowboy hat, and I got my guitar over my shoulder, and the, this uh, disc jockey says, calls me up, and he, and he says, Jeff, we want you to do a couple commercials. Write some songs for us. I said, well, hell yes. Let's go. <laughs> so I wrote that great song called uh, the Newbie Transmission Song, and they paid me 500 bucks or something for it. And the, and the, and the guy says, well, this is great. Jeff Severson, the singing safety. And it was so corny, John, that it <laughs> stuck, you know. So we still use it. It's still funny. I like to consider myself the Crooked Cowboy. That's my nickname. I'm a self-proclaimed nickname guy. I call myself the Crooked Cowboy and the Chosen One. Um, nobody no, else calls me that. No one knows why he gets these nicknames or what they mean. Well, it was obvious to me when I walked into this joint eating the ribs and the, and the <laughs> garlic and the, and the, and the, uh, the shrimp cocktail, shrimp cocktail dripping down your side of your face. <laughs> it was obvious to me, so I don't know what's the problem. So what I, what I want to do when I get a little bit older, or right now, I want to see if you can help me out real quick. Uh, I'm trying to be the next country music star. Yeah. All right, I'm trying to be the next country music star. You think you can help me get my career to take off? Yeah, I would think so. I've written a couple songs you could probably record. I wrote one called... I kissed her on the lips and left her behind for you. Oh, perfect. That would be a good one for you, That sounds like my kind of my song. Or maybe I gave, got a better one. How about uh, she was only the farmer's daughter, but all the horsemen knew her. That oh. would be really good for you, Paul. <laughs> I could see you singing that with, with, the, with the barbecue sure. sauce from Naples Drip <laughs> Joint dripping down the side of your face. Man, it would be great, Paul. Hey, I'm a hell of a performer, though. I'm not even kidding. So one of these times you go out and you're, uh, you're performing – let me know if you want me to join you. I'll, I'll come do backup vocals or something for you. Well, yeah, guys, I'm a little worried, Nick and John. I think maybe I'll, he, I'll have him sing that song called Way Down the River <laughs> <laughs> or, or Far, Far Away. <laughs> he, he can go on a, a reporting mission way down the I'm river. I'm down in Texas with, uh, at Billy Bob's. Great uh, Bill Minnick owns that place. And I'm with, with Walt Garrison. And Walt loves all those corny songs like I bought the shoes that are walking out on me and I kissed her on the lips and left her behind for you and she was only the farmer's daughter but all the horsemen knew her. He just laughs and, and Walt Garrison know, has, uh, knows all of those funny tongue-in-cheek country songs but there's a million of them and, and it's fun, to, fun to, to run those down. You're also in the NFL. How many years did you play? Played nine years, nine 71 years. through 79 seasons. Nine years, two two Super Bowls, right? Yeah, two yeah. Super, Super Bowl seven and Super Bowl fourteen. Started off with George Allen back in Washington D.C., and he drafted me. So, and his family and I are real close to this day. We get invited back to the Redskin games, and and I owe a lot to Coach Allen. He was a great, great defensive coach, a very detailed man. I tell people. If George Allen ran Xerox or IBM, he would be successful because he, would, he, he, he worked very hard at, at what he did. He was a detailed guy that never left the stone unturned. We spent a lot of time at George Allen Field over there at Long Beach State. All the soccer games that we go to, 
So we feel like we're, we got a tie to George Allen a little bit. We got a little tie to him. Well, it was kind of sad that he, in fact, I called the Long Beach State Athletic Department, uh, Corey Johnson. I said, hey, after they fired Larry Reisbig, which was a good coach, I said, uh, call George Allen. He looked at me like I was crazy. And then a week later, I got a call from Coach Allen, and I'll be damned if they didn't hire George Allen as a coach. He had a great year. Um, so you're the reason uh, he was there? Well, I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to take that. <laughs> well, apart, I don't know either, but I'm saying it. I'm saying it too. Well, I dropped a hint, okay, and then yeah. suddenly I get a call from George Allen. <laughs> Duh. I mean, you know, we're, we're not the Corey smart. Johnson took credit for it. but No, I no, no, no. We're not the smartest no guys, deal. but we, we, we can care. connect the dots on those breaking ones. News, yeah. Breaking news, breaking news. Jeff Severson brought George Allen to Long Beach State. Um, yep, yep. How about that? That's what I heard. Well, that's that's the story. I told Corey Johnson, I said, why don't you call George Allen? He looked at me like I was crazy. I'll be damned if I get a call from George Allen next week. And you know why he took the job, John? He said, it's a, it's a challenge. And that was George Allen. He wanted a challenge. So, And he had a great season, unfortunately. We lost him. He had a, he had a heart murmur. Everybody thought it was a Gatorade over his head. It wasn't a Gatorade. It was, it was a heart murmur that he had. And I think he was in his early 70s, and, and we missed him. He was a great coach, probably one of the winningest coaches percentage-wise in the NFL. You played back in the day in the rough-and-tumble days of the NFL. We're rough-and-tumble guys. Uh, we show a lot of grit, I'd say. Do you think that the NFL nowadays is soft? You ever watch a flag football game? <laughs> <laughs> really? Is that what the old-timers no, say it's, nowadays? No, it's not soft. Here's, here's, here's the problem that's existing in the NFL right now. They are not practicing or, or contact only like once a week during practice. Okay. Well, your body's conditioned to hit, roll, tackle, make contact. So what's happening now? Did you see the, the number of injuries last night? in that game against uh, Kansas City and New England? Uh, I didn't see how many I'd say a half dozen guys went out, okay? Now, they're not ready to play a full contact game. In our day, we used to knock the hell out of each other (laughs) in practice and everything. I mean, that's how I made the team. I showed them, I'll hit your ass if, if if you come my way. No fear. Well... I wouldn't say no fear. There was some fear there. I mean, you know, when you're, you're a 185-pound defensive back and you got to go head-to-head with a 285-pound guard, you know, you just got to do it. But but that was part of the game. And I think they're missing the the contact, which which builds up your stamina and your and your endurance and all those things. And this is because of all these new laws. Look what we got going now. We got this big concussion thing and all this stuff going on and it's hurt the game i'm all for young people playing football but i don't think they should play tackle football till they're 14 or 15 where the brain their 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 skulls and and their bones are mature they can take that withstanding see i like a good 12 year old concussion for myself <laughs> i see that's what i grew up on hey i played when i was like eight years old i think that might be a, re- a little bit of a reason why i'm not as smart as i could be huh huh <laughs> I could have been a little bit smarter, but I played football when I was younger and, you know, took a couple of hits, maybe one too many. Should have ran out of bounds a couple more times instead of, you know, taking going no, head-to-head no, with those 200. Don't run out of bounds. God, please, no. <laughs> Take the hit, baby. I love that. No, see, I'm all about that. See, I, I started out of bounds. So you don't have to run out of bounds. <laughs> you know? Just start on the sideline, baby. Smart. No, no one thinks you're soft. 
Do you watch all these guys? They now they cut. They get out of bounds instead of cutting back and picking up two more yards. Nah, not my kind of football. So in '73, you played the Dolphins, right? With the with the Redskins uh, in the Super Bowl. How much of their perfect season was your fault? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta go. I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go have a drink with Vern Schooley. I, I can't take this anymore. He's looking at the bar. You know. You know, everybody told me when I got drafted by George Allen, I said, well, Jeff, he's a great defensive coach, but he doesn't like rookies. And, and if you look at our veteran team, we had nine guys from the Rams, the, the Jack Pardees, the Myron Patios, the Richie Pettibones, Dyron Talbert. They're all veteran guys, and they'd been in the league for five, eight, 10, 12, 14 years, Sonny Jurgensen, Billy Kilmer. But I persisted, and I made the club. But George gave me a great start in the NFL, and um, my, my only impact on that game was kickoffs, punt <laughs> returns, punt team, and, and uh, maybe a little nickel defense. Okay. But it, it was, it was a, it, you know, give credit to Miami. We, we had a great season. We had beaten the Green Bay Packers like 21-3. to We beat the Dallas Cowboys. 25 to 3. We only had two field goals scored on us in the two playoff games leading into the Super Bowl. And then of course Miami had their perfect season. Give give Shula and those guys credit. They were they were great. We're uh, we're really fun guys, me and John, as you can tell. Just ask you, right? <laughs> exactly. What I tell you, I'm self-proclaimed. I told you about that. What we like to do, we like to make sports even better cuz we're we're looking to upgrade. We're looking to make everything a little bit better. So we like to do a segment on our show called Make Sports Fun Again. So with you, we want to try to uh, make a new rule to where we can make football as fun as possible. Are you are you ready for that? Are you ready for us? Can you be a little more specific? So uh, let me. Uh, so let me give you something real I mean, quick. Let me get you something real I, quick. I love the concept of this show. It's kind of hang he, he loose. Want, it's my he, style, you know. He's asking, can, can we life bring is, alco- alcohol into the field? Too, or? I mean, we got ribs coming and we got cocktails. This is this is my kind of a deal. I told you. So I got a rule here for you. That's going to make football launch football even even higher. It's going to be even better. I think since we all like seeing the fat guys run, right? They don't get a lot of love. All the linemen and stuff. We like to see those fat guys run, touchdown dances, all that good stuff. I think a lineman should touch the ball once per quarter. What do you think about that? An offense or defensive lineman or any e- lineman? Either one. Either one. I mean, how are you going to? I mean, you got to intercept the. Well, pass remember uh, refrigerator Perry? Yeah. See. Wasn't that the best time? Ditka was the coach, and they'd give him the ball. And yeah. It's like I tell my friends when they said, how are you under pressure? And I said, well, assos, that's what the offensive linemen used to say to their girlfriends. How are you <laughs> under pressure? All 300 pounds. So, yeah, I, I guess you're right. Yeah, See? I like that, Paul. I think I think the offensive linemen should touch the ball once once a game, once a quarter. Once a quarter. See? Yeah. John, what do you got? You got a, you got a rule for us? See, all I came up with was I was going to go with the classic, uh, what was it, slam ball in the NBA? Yeah, that yeah, yeah. They, they tried it a few years ago. I think we go uh, the end zone is a mattress. Okay. Promote diving catches. And okay. we got we got trampolines instead of pylons. Okay. So we're getting the ball in the air, and we're getting uh, we're scoring diving catches. But also, remember, we're concussion guys, so you can undercut these guys any time through your tackles. True. What do you think about that? More concussions, more diving catches. I love that because <laughs> – now you're gonna they're gonna lay out for those passes. Yep. They're gonna dive and they and they and they know they got a soft place to land. And yep. in this world today, you need you need a soft place you to land. You need a soft place to land. <laughs> it's it's hard out there. It is hard out there. Jeff, you got an idea? You got an idea about making the sport a little bit better? Well, being a defensive guy, 
every year there's rules and regulations that favor the offense. It's just like baseball. They brought the field, the fences in, so there's more home runs. Baseball's They let those guys get away with steroids. They're soft over there. There were steroids in the NFL. I mean, come on. I told a couple guys, I said, you know, should I sue you because you're on steroids and ran over my ass <laughs> because I was 185 pounds? Where's, where's, my, where's the liability there? I'm thinking about taking steroids maybe. It might help me out a little bit with the ladies and stuff. Get my muscles I bigger. think a lot of young people are taking them, aren't they? I don't know. I don't know. You're way I mean, behind, I'm looking Paul. At I'm, you I'm on a regiment right now. <laughs> that's, why, that's why I'm looking so good. You're way behind. Well, so what's your rule? What's I think your rule, he wants Jeff? steroids back in, right? Steroids? Oh, you God. have to take steroids? No. The only drug I use is, is alcohol. <laughs> That's my favorite I've, drug, I've, I'll tell you that I probably right use that pretty good. But, no, I mean, <laughs> seriously, everything in moderation. I don't, I don't condone the, the drug thing. And I, and, I, and I look at some of these athletes and I just go, they blew all their money on drugs and, and a plethora of things that they should have put the money in the bank and just got older and, and just let their life take place. Instead, they did stupid things. And it's a sad thing. I tell young people, I said, be smart. Don't do stupid things. Don't get into drugs. Don't get into bad crowds. You know, hang around people that elevate your life. Oh, you're, you're hanging in a bad crowd right now. Yeah. I well, can tell you that. Couple that's why I don't know why here. I took this interview. but I <laughs> You're with Long Beach's bad boys yeah. right now, my friend. I'm going to have my attorney, Burn Schooley, come over and help me out here in a minute. But, but you so, did it right. You invested, invested in some real estate, and now you're living the life in Long Beach, right? You came well, back to hometown. I'd have a comfortable life because okay. I... I worked in the off season and and I saved my money and invested it and 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 got a career in real estate. So life's comfortable. I leave it at that. I'm a big uh, everything in moderation guy as well, uh, except for here at Every Naples time Rib Paul Company. You ask me a question, I get a little concerned. <laughs> He's the self-proclaimed moderation. Guy. That's his yeah. nickname. John, where'd you get this guy? Found him. He uh, I kissed I kissed a girl and then I left her for him and then <laughs> and then she called me and said you got to you got to pick up this guy for your podcast. So he's a natural. See? He's a natural. Yeah. I'm a big like I said big everything in moderation guy except for here at Naples Rib Company. I like to crush as many ribs as possible and sliders and all that good stuff. So that's why right now we're gonna have some uh, some baby backs. Ooh, little, uh, little Ooh. thing of baby backs over here. Yeah. We all, we obviously got some beers rolling. Me and John, what do you got here in front of you? What is it we got here? Whiskey rocks? It's called uh, rub of the brush. <laughs> That's what I like. To. It's That's called like whiskey, here. Paul. Come on, it. man. This is not a weak sister here. Rub of the brush. Yeah, I'm weak. You're right. I'm weak. Right, and this is you know we're we sitting here at. This is a great location right next to, right in Naples here, right over the bridge going into Second Street and and uh, pch and it's and i've been coming here to this place god i hate to tell you how long since since it used to be what was it uh nick the old hindquarter we're gonna I love this place we're gonna crush about a thousand ribs together me and you and then we're gonna wipe our hands off on that hot towel so uh, i'm looking forward to it yeah. can't wait we'd like to finish up all of our our uh, interviews with uh, a little rapid fire questions just to get things going, you know, get the brain moving. Paul, I've never known you to be shy. I mean, <laughs> rip it and grip it, baby. So we got burn and burn. So we got uh, we call this one uh, OT. We call it OT, but we call it college OT. Would OT be like overtime? Overtime, yeah. But we're How college did you overtime. Come up with that. I told you. Well, I told you I took a couple hits. I'm I'm not as smart as I could be, but I'm still smart. I think Paul's great. He's he's over 21. He's had all his shots and he's housebroken. This is great. <laughs> you might be a genius. Well, you think he's housebroken or not? Not quite. <laughs> Thanks for saying he's over 21. That's keeping the bartender off our uh, back here. <laughs> True. So. 
So we got. So we I'm, got. Wait, I want to get one of those 908 shirts. Oh, those we got, we got the magazine. The magazine is great. I don't know if you guys have seen this magazine. I'm gonna give one to Vern Schooley, but well, this is their magazine. I've, I see it all the time. I'm gonna hit you with these rapid fire questions. College overtime because we're college overtime guys, not NFL. We don't believe in that. But I'm gonna hit you with these rapid wait, fire wait, wait questions. Wait a you don't like the NFL? No, I love the NFL. Okay. I don't like the overtime. Okay. I like the college overtime. All right. So I'm gonna hit you with the rapid fire. You answer as quick as you can. Okay. Okay. First one, favorite NFL team? Redskins. Most famous person you've tackled? O.J. Simpson. Wow, that's Unfortunately. Tight. <laughs> you cop? <laughs> you know what? Are you a snitch? <laughs> <laughs> the guy goes, I got to tell you, I got to stop the rapid fire. The guy kills two people and he goes to, to jail for two dirty jerseys and Autograph pictures. I mean, come on. How <laughs> dumb can you be? Oh, my gosh. All right. Favorite sports movie? Uh, North Dallas 40. Starring uh, Nick Nolte, Jeff about. Severson. And I, was, I tell people I was under Nick Nolte's armpit for about two hours in that movie. But it was, it was a good movie. Hey, you're a superstar because of that thing. Uh, Who's your favorite musician? Favorite musician? Keep in mind you got a couple sitting at the you table mean, with you right here. Okay. Uh, I would say. <laughs> Don't uh, forget the crooked cowboy. I, you know. Glenn Campbell on the guitar and and uh, yeah, I love Johnny Cash. If 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 animals if animals could talk, which animal would be the rudest, the meanest animal? Alligator. Yeah, those those sons of guns. What's the best city to visit? I would say the best city to visit is well, New York is the best city to visit, but you wouldn't want to live there. What's your favorite type of cheese? Cheddar. What's your favorite cowboy? What a dumb question that was. <laughs> Jesus, criminy. Yeah, that was. I, I thought this was going to be a <laughs> high-powered show. Oh, come on. Jeez. Paul, Paul says Who cut the cheese, Paul? Paul? Paul thought you were a Swiss guy for some reason. I don't know. I'm what's a your, Swiss guy? What's your favorite cowboy movie? Cowboy movie, I would have to say uh, John Wayne and the Searchers. Well, let me tell you, Pilgrim, how there many times go. I got to tell you. Let's circle up them wagons. Oh, what? ha, ha, ha. <laughs> what's your biggest pet peeve? Liars and cheats. We're, wow. ne- we're neither of them. We're, yeah, <laughs> that's that's a lie. Self-proclaimed. Um, would you rather have a, a golf day or a beach day? Oh, that's tough. It, if if the beach is in uh, Mexico or the or uh, the BVIs, I'd say beach day, uh, or a combination of the two, having golf in the morning and beach in the afternoon. Well, when I golf, yeah. when I golf, they're both because okay. I'm in the sand trap. So. <laughs> That was an Elvis Presley song, wasn't it? Caught in a trap? Probably. All right, one meal for the rest of your life, what would it be? Only can have one meal every day for the rest of your life. Oh, man, that is a tough one. I would have to say my two favorite meals are street tacos and Naples rib joint ribs. That's what I'm talking about, Jeff. (laughs) Bada-bing. There you go. Nailed it. He's making us a lot of money right now. Man, thanks for joining us, man. We really appreciate it. Thanks for supporting Shoot Your Shot podcast. I know we're your favorite podcast now, right? Well, Paul, John, and Nick, thank you so much. It's, it's, a, it's, it's great that you can do this and have a sense of humor about it because everything that I said was all bullshit today anyway. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you want to see some more bullshit, check out our video with Jeff Zierson. Probably going to help us launch our country music career, so I can't wait for that. Oh, we're going to be singing yeah. for sure. You guys going to be singing? With you in yeah, a couple minutes you. here. Really? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, we didn't tell you, but here we go. It's about to happen. <coughs> Thanks, Jeff. Thanks, appreciate Jeff. it, man. Love you guys. Severson, man, he uh, he gave me the business a few times, but 
Dude, I had a blast doing that. Dude, that that was such an awesome night. So first of all, first ever. I mean, I know it's only our second episode, but we did that interview on a Friday night. Yeah. Severson is an epic guy. He stayed with us. We were at Naples River for like three hours. He well, had his buddy Vern, Vern there, Vern at the Stern. Yeah, Vern at the Stern. Uh, local lawyer, I want to say. Lawyer, yep. lawyer. And uh, we had some friends there, and it was just like a party of eight, just absolutely chowing down, and Severson was just on fire. First interview with a live audience. Yeah, you're right. We had people at the bar laughing at we, some we of the things We flowed a little saying. bit yeah. better than we normally do, I thought. Well, I'm always flowing. That's true. The beers were flowing. Well, no, no, the ribs. Well, Sorry. the rib, the, the ribs were flowing. The barbecue sauce. There's the a lot of barbecue sauce. sauce in and the shrimp cocktail, shrimp cocktail, was flowing. Shrimp cocktail. He showed up late. Showed up late. Yeah, he did. He did show up late in a in a like a four hundred dollar cowboy hat. Also. Oh yeah, he's gonna get me a cowboy hat. He told me the crooked cowboy is on his way up. Nine oh eight out of the week. We do this every week. Fifty two of them. We have already had one. Fifty one left. How many days till the Olympics, Paul? Do we know? I don't know yet. We'll get that next every other week. We're going to fill you in on, on yeah. how many days to the Olympics. We're the the official podcast of the 2028 countdown, the Olympic countdown. If it if it feels hotter out there, it's because that that torch that is, torch is on its is, way is on its way. <laughs> All right, now that we have a little week, former poly football star, former USC football star, star Juju Smith Schuster, playing for the Pittsburgh Steelers nowadays. First career touchdown catch last week. Caught it from Big Ben. You're a Big Ben fan. I'm a huge Big Ben fan. I'm a, I'm a Steelers guy. Ian's, Ian's guys going down there to the Steelers. Watch them down there at Heinz Field. You Ian's know, I'm a big Pitts, got a win Pittsburgh week. guy. So on a Sunday, on a Sunday, uh, and uh, now we're all we're all happy for him on a on a Thursday. <laughs> Caught a shovel pass from Big Ben from four yards. Went into the end zone for the touchdown. Did you see a celebration by chance? You know, I happened to miss <laughs> miss this one. I did. I'm getting stuff done on Sundays, Paul. Epic dice game celebration. Funny dice joke. Him and uh, the other guys, they were pretending like they were shooting dice. Guaranteed, Juju Smith Schuster rolled a, a seven or eleven on the first throw, making that money, baby. That's what we do here in Long Beach. Well, if I know one thing about uh, him growing up in Long Beach, if if Polly is is half the bathrooms that Wilson has. There's some dice games going on in there. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you ever use a, a men's bathroom at a Long Beach school? You're basically a certified craps player. So. I played craps a few times in the bathroom. Oh, so did I. Was I, it that I, illegal? I lost some money. It's illegal. I don't know. I didn't really know what was going on. I just it was like almost paying your dues so you can get to the urinal. Bad boys do bad boy things. Yeah. He also had a huge block on Harrison Smith. I love Harrison Smith. He's a safety for the Vikings. I'm a Vikings guy. I'm going to a Vikings game. I'm an LBCC Vikings guy. Yeah. Huge block on Harrison Smith, one of my guys. It was uh, it was pretty wild, though. He he, he uh, pancaked him. It's called a pancake, John. I know you like pancakes. I'm a waffle guy, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like pancakes. And he had a pancake block on Harrison Smith to spring Le'Veon Bell for a few yards. John and I do a, a one-on-one every week. I hate to say this, but John's up 3-1 on me now. Do you kind of want to explain what happened? Yeah, so this is if, if you if you haven't been keeping up with the podcast, this is our, our final segment every week as we talk. We go one on one because we're athletes, just like the athletes we talk about. And uh, sorta, I'm clearly a better athlete than Paul because I'm up three one so far in, in our okay. weekly challenges. But yeah, this uh, this last week we were at the uh, annual charity golf tournament we play every every year for the Precious Life Shelter over there in Los Alamitos. I'm sure Warren Griffin 
would appreciate us going over there to Los Alamitos. But it's a, it's a it's a great charity. Um, what they do is they they shelter some of the homeless and pregnant women. You can go to the to the shelter and, and see the the work firsthand. So it's a great charity. What Paul and I did was we we were on the maybe 14th hole or so. I think so. It was a par four. And I really was rooting for Paul on this one because he's been, you know, so bad recently at all things sports and and competition related. But went up there and I did went about my business, part it. And what'd you bo- you bo- double bogey triple? No, 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 no. You only finished one stroke better than me. I imploded. There's no doubt about it. You hit it into the water. Remember? I did. I hit it. See, that's how bad Paul is. I tried. Well, come on. I tried dude. to hit it in the water to help him out, and and he can't even he can't even come back. But yeah, I. I I took my stroke. Uh, we were over there at El Dorado Golf Course for one. We thought we were going to be at Navy, and we found out the day of that it was at El Dorado Golf Good Course. Good thing, because we're Long Beach guys. People say my body type is more of like a Marine than a Navy. I don't know. but True. Navy get, gets the gravy. Arm, Army gets the beans. So John hits it in the water, and I hit it into the trees. Look, I thought I had a good saving shot. I just missed the putt. We were on the green at the same time. I just missed the putt. But here, Listen. I'm not an excuse guy, but we're playing one-on-one, and we're doing all these niche sports, and I want to use my athleticism a little bit. You don't want to use your legs because I'm a little bit faster than you. You might be the slowest guy in the 908, so you don't want to run. I get it, but we're playing all these niche sports. Let's get out there on the basketball court. Maybe let's like run a 100-yard dash. You might have me in the pool. Running's not a sport. I know, but you, you use your athleticism when you run. We could, let's do a vertical leap contest. It needs to be something where I can use my brains to outcraft you. We get it. You had a 4.0 in college, dude. All right, that's the show. Great show. Fun time. Jeff Severson was a great guest. More more funny guys like him coming on the show. Uh, expect it all year. If you haven't seen the video with him, check it out. It's on LB908.com. We're going to have a video like that every single week. And it's going to be kind of funny. It's just been a hoot hanging with you, John. What a hoot it's been having you uh, on the show as well, Paul. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter, 908 Sports. Uh, follow on Twitter, your boy right here, Peace Later Roman Numeral 3. Instagram, Peace Later 3. Snapchat, Peace Later 3. John, you got a Snapchat? I'm on Facebook, at John Grossi. <laughs> Type in John Grossi in the search bar um, and look for the handsome man in a tie wear the blue shirt. I recently got back onto Facebook. Kind of went MIA for a while. I posted a picture of me on the mic. Check, check on the mic, mic. 55 is a mic. I got 90 like something likes on my picture. That's super cool, dude. What's going on uh, next week on the show? Uh, we're going to have uh, Mike and JJ, the sports guys. Mike and JJ, everybody knows them. Gazette Sports. They're going to kind of put us in our place about uh, about Long Beach sports because we know John doesn't know really know much. So they're going to kind of give us some expertise on the stuff. I'm going to find some, some niche things that they don't know about and just wow them. Hopefully. Can't wait. Remove. Life is great. In the 908, shooters shoot, shoot your shot.
Taking you to school like that next time Remember who you're playing You get no mercy Know what I'm saying If you reach, I'ma teach Too fun to lay up Catch you on the rebound Game over, stay up Yeah, what you gonna do When I come through bad? What you wanna do Hang time, y'all You know what I'm saying?